Hi, welcome to OnlineVisas.com, The Immigration Show. I'm your host, Dave Kelso, here with OnlineVisas.com CEO, John Veely. Now, we're streaming this live on the Facebook page, so if you get a chance, swing over to Facebook.com and like the OnlineVisas.com page for more information like this, more shows like this, and more up-to-date, factual, and accurate immigration information. John, how are you today? Doing great, Dave. Um, I have a lot of questions because there has been some immigration things pop up in the news, some stories I'm very interested in, and I'm happy to be able to sit down and talk to you about it. Yeah, right. great. Um, the USCIS, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, yep. has uh, recently lost a director and gotten a new nominee. President Trump has put forward a uh, put forward a nominee mm -hmm. for the position that's causing a little bit of controversy, I understand. That's right. um, now, the, the old guy looked, the, the old, sorry, um, Lee Francis Cisna yeah. was asked to resign. He was. Okay. Uh, and the new guy, Kenneth Cuccinelli, is being considered as a possible replacement. Now, this guy's pretty hard line on immigration. I mean, what, lots of things. What do you know about Mr. Cuccinelli, and and what does this what does his nominee nomination mean for immigration in our country? I don't know a lot about him. Uh, he is the Virgi uh, Virginia Attorney General. Um, his stances have been against homosexuality and homosexual marriages or same sex marriages. Mm -hmm. He has, uh, you know, he's just kind of hard line on lots of issues like that. He's against immigration in general. Um, and what we know, the most telling thing, is that the labor union that represents the adjudicators, the people that we file our petitions for, mm -hmm. have said that if this guy is appointed, it's going to be the end of immigration as we know it. So I think that's a telltale sign. Uh, her name is Danielle Spooner. She's right. the uh, president of the American Federation of Government Employees, which covers all government employees, including USCIS. And she said it has become clear that the goal of this administration is to end immigration altogether, right. she said. Now, honestly, how much of that is hyperbole and how much of that is policy? It's not hyperbole at all. I mean, I know Francis Cisna, a uh, good guy, reasonable guy. Mm -hmm. we, uh, he's been in policy and immigration for years. We, we sat on a panel at the Sports Lawyers Association a number of years ago um, talking about sports and immigration and uh, pretty much a straight shooter. Um, he came out of uh, Chuck Grassley's office, though. And Chuck Grassley, about in 2007, uh, started launching a bill to reform the H-1B visa and the L-1 visa. And for 10 years, he couldn't get it through. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when Donald Trump took office, a lot of the Grassley folks left um, their, you know, either Grassley's office or his committee and then went into immigration system. It was already in immigration. And we saw some really intense things happen to immigration. H-1Bs were under attack. Uh, the H-4, which uh, employment authorization document allows spouses of H-1 mm -hmm. to work, is, is now up to be uh, uh, to be removed. Well, um, let's talk about that for just a second because okay. there was an article recently, mm -hmm. just last couple of days, that said that there is a work ban. The H Explain to me what the H-4 is right quick, and then, and then we can talk about the work ban that could go into effect as early as this summer that could affect 100,000 mostly Indian women, apparently. Well, they're not all women, uh, but they're Indian spouses. Um, mm -hmm. Right, so the H-1B is the uh, visa for uh, folks with university degrees. Mm -hmm. And because our tech industry is really hot, and because we don't really teach uh, the STEM skills in the United States to the 
to the amount that we need to lead the world in technology, we have to import that talent. And that, mm -hmm. that talent has come primarily from India, but other places, interestingly, Iran, uh, China, um, lots of places where math is, is more prevalent than it is in the United States. Well, the H-4 allows certain H-1B spouses to work. It, it's a, it's a, a very small group of people by definition, meaning that their green cards have been in the process. Uh, the underlying visa uh, has been approved, um, but the they haven't been able to change their status because of backlogs or adjustments. That backlog status. is as much as a decade, I've read. Yeah, it, it's very long. So those people, spouses, get to work also. Right. right? Uh, and, and look, a lot of them are Silicon Valley. I mean, it's it's an expensive place um, and two incomes are necessary. are necessary. And these are these are people that are in the middle of their work life. I mean, they don't want to sit at home. They want mm -hmm. to do things. And, and many of them are very smart. So some of them have started companies. Right, I know a lot of EAH4 EADs uh, whose spouses are working at a company start their own companies, create lots of jobs for mm -hmm. people. It's really a non-thinking, mean-spirited thing to do to cut these ability for these spouses to work. There's only a hundred thousand of them anyway. It should be expanded, not retracted. What that means is that the the spouses are going to leave, or they're going to go through divorces, or whatever. It's going to be disruptive right. to companies and things like that. But my point I was going back to is. Francis Cisna was in charge of immigration and was um, asked to resign by Donald Trump. And now they're bringing a guy that is so hardcore that the immigration practitioners, the adjudicators of this are like, what are we supposed to do now? Mm -hmm. Just deny everybody? And that's really where we're talking about. It's like, uh, this is the invisible wall. We're talking with John Veely, the CEO of OnlineVisas.com. Uh, drop him an email at John at VeelyLaw.com. Uh, the cutbacks in the H-1B have been happening since Mr. Sista has taken, was in charge of that organization. Correct. How much more hard, uh, besides all the way to zero, <laughs> can we expect somebody like Mr. Cuccinelli to be? Well, I think what we need to expect is that the whole system may change. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, we've we've already heard uh, that there's a Kushner plan mm -hmm. um, that with Donald Trump has talked about his immigration plan his in broad strokes, immigration the merit based plan. immigration plan. And we don't know what it is yet. Um, all we know is that the, the term merit based immigration has mm -hmm. been used in Canada and Australia. There's pros and cons to that. What it's based on a point system. You get certain points for certain things, and they haven't decided what these points are going to be. We we can guess that they might be for advanced degrees, or if you're going to invest in an amount of money, you'll get so many points. If you invest more, maybe you'll get more points. And they could cross all different immigration and instead of the variations that we have today. It could be a complete reform. Now, we've tried immigration reform a number of times. Obama mm -hmm. tried immigration reform. George W. Bush tried immigration reform. Um, uh, George Bush and Ronald Reagan did amnesty that, that brought in a lot of people that really kind of the, created the backlash against immigration resulting mm -hmm. in these reforms. Um, the Donald Trump situation and Mr. Cuccinelli, um, you know, their, their way is to just kind of say, here's what we're going to do. Right. right. It just like, gotcha. <laughs> Here it is. And then let the courts tell you if it's constitutional or not. So I don't know what's going to come up. Mm -hmm. I don't think anybody really does. What we know is that the labor union for the adjudicators are upset about it. And if they're upset and they've been the ones that have been, um, you know, adjudicating these cases mm -hmm. with a much higher level of, of negativity, uh, more denials, more requests for evidence right. that it's going to get worse. Um, it looks like Mr. Cuccinelli is getting some pushback from more than just the adjudicators and the unions involved. Is, yeah. In fact, Mitch McConnell has even said <laughs> that he plans to oppose this. Um, so it, I don't think that's because of immigration, though. Well, but it looks like it, it, it 
he might not get the position. Right. And the point I was trying to get to is that uh, President Trump has said that if he doesn't get this position, he's going to appoint him to somewhere right. in DHS a anyway. Right. So what does this say about the future of immigration to the United States, or at least in the next couple of years? N nothing new from here. Um, you know, we've had uh, Mr. Miller, uh, mm -hmm. who's... And, and Stephen Miller. Stephen Miller and <clears throat> Steve Bannon that were really the architects of Trump's anti-immigration mm -hmm. mentality, right? I don't know that Donald Trump has a philosophical bone uh, going in about anti-immigration other than there's been elements of whether or not he's racist. But the point is, is there are architects to this. Mm -hmm. And and Stephen Miller um, and, 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 and Stephen Bannon have, you know, we've, we've seen pictures in the past of here's what they want to do that's going to eliminate immigration. Well, I think they're just bringing in another like-minded person. And I sure. think what we're going to see is a, an administration that doesn't go through the proper channels, but just makes these kind of bold, Tweets. assertive, well, these people are going to make bold, assertive um, changes in immigration. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know that they're going to get any feedback from obviously the, the people that are adjudicating the cases, the lawyers that process the cases, or stakeholders that are just going to go through uh, with an agenda that might just be red meat to try to get reelected um, or just another mean-spirited uh, situation that, that, uh, that hurts you know, people trying to come to this country. Well, according to this article at bizjournals.com, there mm -hmm. will be a, a public comment period. So hopefully ah. people who are interested in this well, we'll um, can make public comment. Now, we're talking with John Veely, the CEO of OnlineVisas.com. Um, speaking of a community speaking out against this, mm -hmm. um, there have been, I think, 40 lawsuits filed mm -hmm. against the Trump administration right. um, about the reductions in the H-1B under Mr. Cisna. That's right. What can you tell me about those lawsuits and their expectation of success or failure? I know a lot about these lawsuits. I was involved. Uh, the The organization that is um, that is behind these lawsuits mm -hmm. is called the IT Serve Alliance, and IT Serve is a wonderful organization. About eleven 1 hundred uh, American technology companies mm -hmm. across the country, uh, founded in Dallas, Texas. Uh, a lot of the people in there are of Indian descent, and uh, and there are a lot of them are the companies that provide. Uh, staff or staffing types of uh, employees to other American companies, mm -hmm. right? So they are identifying, training, and bringing in talent to help American companies keep Succeed. jobs in America, right? And they've done an excellent job, and they've been doing it, uh, you know, since kind of Y2K. Right. And uh, really, what I've what I've identified is that the the world's most educated and mobile workforce are these Indian programmers. And uh, I've seen them come in, in various waves. One wave comes over student visas and H-1Bs. Another wave goes back and opens companies in India and trains people. Another wave comes back as investors. Um, they've just been really helpful to our economy growing that way. And really the stats show that for every, they think across the board for every H-1B that's hired, mm -hmm. uh, 1.8 Americans get jobs. And if you think about it, when the, the tech is brought here, then the managerial staff is in America, right? The sales, the marketing, right. the executives are here. Um, what's been happening is because these visas are hard to get now that the, the, the tech is staying in India and then the managers are in India and the American with the six-figure job uh, doesn't have a job anymore. So mm -hmm. we're, we're kind of killing ourselves. We're, you know, we, we've complained as a country and uh, that all of our um, 
what do we call it? Um, uh, merchant, uh, I'm sorry, manufacturing jobs manufacturing, are left. Correct. Well, our technical jobs are leaving. Right, and we're and they're leaving because our government is making it harder for American companies to bring that talent in. All right, so um, as uh, you know, with Francis Sisna being the head of or the director of uh, USCIS, he has been the uh, the named official in forty lawsuits that have been brought under the IT Serve um, mm-hmm. Alliance, and uh, because the changes in immigration are making it very difficult for the IT Serve Alliance to do. And really Anything. anybody in H-1Bs, but these guys are standing up, right. right? Because they're getting, that's the, the real battle lines have been on uh, what they call third-party placements. And, and right. our, remember when we did uh, the podcast the other day about how to get the H-1B? The H-1B, yes. We, Find the H-1B <laughs> video, by the way, in our podcast here at the YouTube page. Well, we talked about the five ways immigration has been denying those cases. Mm-hmm. And what I did for IT Serve Alliance was I was on their uh, law and policy committee and, and helped... Uh, uh, in the decision making for picking the attorneys that are that are doing this is we took denials from a series of the companies and other law firms and and mapped out about how USCIS was denying those cases and it was a lot of arbitrary and capricious decisions mm-hmm. and arbitrary and capricious is the is the uh, the term that if an agency acts that way it can you know be held liable and lose a lawsuit so uh, we got a couple of cases one of them is called uh, Integris Professional Solutions uh, versus the United States Citizenship and Immigration Services and L. Francis Cisna. Um, and that is a, a complaint for declaratory and injunctive relief and review of agency action under the agency, I mean, sorry, the Administrative and Procedures Act. So they're, they're going to try to make a decision whether this agency and, and under the leadership of Mr. Cisna, uh, which will be now under Mr. Cuccinelli, mm-hmm. he will actually replace him on this lawsuit. Right. Um, and they're, they're looking that the, because the agency uh, denied um, substantial evidence that the job qualified for a visa. That's one of the lawsuits. The other one, and we talked about uh, besides substantial evidence being one of the reasons, another one is that uh, the specialty occupation of a job. Now, it's whether or not a job is an H-1B job. Right. And um, the this case, which is called uh, Anubhav Shandila um, and Balfour uh BD Construction LLC um, versus USCIS and Francis Cisco. This is a denial of an improper reading of the Occupational Outlook Handbook. Now, the Occupational Outlook Handbook, called the OOH, mm-hmm. is a database of jobs that immigration is now exclusively looking to. It's not their database, it's Department of Labor's. Right. But in that, they're taking some language and they're they're bending it to create denials, right? They're 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 knocking jobs out that were always sure. you know, H-1B jobs as long as any of us have ever practiced. And they're saying that this is an improper reading of that. So that's sort of the situation that we're seeing in that. That's John Veely. He is CEO of OnlineVisas.com. There is an enormous amount of information out there about immigration. Finding factual and accurate information on immigration can be tricky. Please subscribe to the YouTube page. There are regular updates to this podcast. And if you'd like a copy of John's best-selling book, H-1B Visas, Applications and Applications and Approval, drop him an email at john at vlaw.com. John, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you, Dave. Next time. See ya.